Hello and welcome to uh, another episode of Outdoors Unfiltered. My name is Atama Tambu, uh, as always. Um, and today we're coming to you uh, from Riverside's Incubation Hub. And we're here to see uh, a lady who is in the food uh, space. Can I say food space? No, it's in the FMCG sector. Let me be specific. It's not a game. Uh, so I'll let the lady introduce herself. Uh, over to you, uh, lady. Hi, Atta. So my name is Bonte, and I own a health bar called Bar Health. So we are in the FMCG space, uh, food and beverage production more specifically. Mm -hmm. And we've been in the industry since 2017. So well, 2017 was when we actually had our first um, run with the business. But the business started before that. It starts in your mind, obviously, yeah, with an yeah, idea. Yeah. yeah. So since 2017, uh, we started at pop-up markets. Um, there's one in Pretoria. Uh, 012 Central. So, uh, market at the sheds? Yes, yeah, that was our very first market. Hey, that market, yeah, it set the tone for us. <laughs> yeah. That's a market that really gave me hope in this business. Mm. I don't know if you've read The Alchemist. Barely. It's not your kind of book. Yeah, Ishman, it didn't pull me in. Okay, yeah. all right. So, it is a fiction, yeah. but I think it's the, the story behind it that resonated with me a yeah. lot. Yeah. Um, and so, it speaks about when you're on the right path, there will be things that confirm that you're on the right path. Yeah. And even if you get struggle along the way, mm. or you find struggle along the way, hold That's on to those, con those affirmations. Yes, yeah. that yes, I'm on the right path. Yeah. So, at that market, first market ever hey I don't know what I was doing and mind you so it was in the plans for a long time yeah. but you know sometimes we're like I, I wanted to launch perfect yeah so I was working yeah. yeah yeah you don't want nonsense you want, yeah <laughs> so I was working uh, before that um, at a at a in retail I was working in retail mm. so I was like no I'm gonna save up and then once I'm good mm. I'm gonna leave mm. and it, that didn't happen so I had to leave prior because mm. like things are uh, yeah. <laughs> so I left before the time I planned to yeah. So I only had just like a little bit of money mm. and I didn't I didn't have the plan executed hundred percent. Mm. And I called this market on Monday mm. just to find Monday or Tuesday, just to find out um do they have space, you know, how do they how much do they charge, you know, like what's this thing? What is this thing? Mm. It was the first market that I called. Mm. And I called them and they're like, Yeah, we've got a market this Saturday. And it's, I think it was 500 at the time. The store. Yeah, the store is 500. So I was like, ah, not bad, you know. And she was like, and we've got space. Mm. So would you like to come? Hey. And I was like, yeah, no, it's Tuesday. I don't have any, I haven't bought stock. Mm. I haven't, I've been trying smoothies and all mm. myself at home. Mm. But I hadn't even gone to the market to check out, okay, people guy, increase. Yeah, yeah. So I know what the price is at my shops, the yeah. local shops, but market is for when you buy wholesale now. So I was like, hey, you know what, I don't know. Let me call you tomorrow. And I spoke to my partner at the time and I was like, Ish, they say it's this Saturday. Oh yeah, so you're going, right? And I was like, no man, I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm not ready. You know those excuses. But I eventually decided to go. And when we got there, um, we sold out twice at that market. So we got there with the stock we had, it finished. I had to send someone like, these things that we are short of. That sold out as well, and after I was like, I, I'm not buying anymore. Just I don't want to curse anything. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's enough. It's enough. <laughs> I don't want to change. The experiment as well. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, why smoothies? Why go into smoothies? How did that come about? So I grew up in a family that ate generally healthy. So mm. my parents would eat a lot of vegetables, fruits. Mm. So we, I was raised in a healthy home, mm. and then I went off to tertiary. So I was living on my own, Goluche. Mm. 
and then I was working in retail, obviously. So I'd carry my own lunches and smoothies was one of the things that I'd make for myself, you know, and sometimes carry to work. And it was the thing that I felt was the easiest to, for me to make. And I think there was a, something happened in my mind, some point, I don't remember the exact day, but I was like, hmm, why not? Why not? Yeah, why not this thing yeah. that I make so often? Every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know if there's ever a point where I said, I'm an, I want to start a smoothie business. Mm. There was just that, hmm, I've been doing this yeah, for yeah. long enough for me to know yeah. that this works. Yeah, let's try this. So the smoothie idea began. Of course, we started in smoothies. Thank you very much. And then um, we grew from that because pop-up markets obviously mm -hmm. did something similar to this, yeah. where you just put it in a cup. Yeah. But that's not sustainable. What yeah. if you're not at the pop-up market? Yes. How do you transport it to clients? You know, you want your business to pay revenue even when you're not there. Yeah. So then we gravitated into other products and also to give us a wider audience or wider customer market. Yeah. yeah. For consumption. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Because the numbers it needs to add up. Yes, yeah, yeah that's another numbers. That's a numbers, numbers game. game. Yes, it's a numbers <laughs> game. So, so take us through the early days after you were like, you know what, this can work. Uh, the market has confirmed yeah. that you know what, people like this and people can actually do this. Um, what next? So then it was markets, 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 markets. Yeah. I remember we did one. Uh, the next market after that, um, the one called Soweto. Uh, what is it called? Is it the one called Villagazi? Yes, yeah. Um, I, I forgot the name, it's but I know it's... Orlando, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Mm. Uh, we did that. Same story, we sold out again. Mm. I was like, oh, I'm no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> and we did a lot more markets, but we did some bad markets as well yeah. after that. Yeah. Where we sold, I remember there was this one market, we sold three oh, smoothies. Three. The whole day. So you pay for the stand. Um, at the time, my employee was my brother, and sometimes my mom. So, I could negotiate with my yeah. cheap Lenovo. Oh, yeah, I won. Let's just go. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. some markets were bad, yeah. but I held on to those good yes. ones. And it, that is something that I've realized is a trait of entrepreneurs. Yeah. You hold on to the highs. Yeah, oh, man, this thing is my thing. Yeah. And even when it's bad, like, yeah. it's a market, it's not me. It's not me. Yeah. It's not my product. <laughs> yeah. It's them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so you go, you, now you, you are markets, 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 and you're building up, of course, the confidence for you to, you know, uh, you know, dream bigger and do yeah. more. So how do you make the shift to, okay, now I want to go into manufacturing. What happens? So now it's just weekends. Yeah. Weekends were busy, weekends were busy. Yeah. And the numbers are great that markets, anyone yeah. that's done markets would know, yeah. it's nice on weekends, yeah. but during the week, what then? Mm. But also customers were like, oh yeah, we liked that smoothie. Mm. Do you mind bottling it for us? And I'm like, uh, what do you mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think it was also a push from my customers. Mm. And we're starting to realize the popular combination. So um, would allow our customers to make their own yeah. fruit and vegetables. Yeah. And we're starting to realize, oh, this is happening over and over again. Mm. So we'd give them a list of fruits and vegetables. Mm. They choose, let's say, the one of the popular ones was beetroot and banana. Mm. They keep on choosing that. Mm. And we're like, ah, why do people, yeah. yeah. And different areas would choose the same, same. combinations. Yeah. yeah, it's like they tell each other, when, like, when we go to that market, beetroot yeah, that's all we buy, yeah. <laughs> other markets would be strawberry and pineapple. And you're like, who said strawberry and pineapple is the mm. nice one, guys? Mm. But all of them do that. So um, those combinations also became something that um, moved me to say, mm. but maybe let's, um, I remember, I think it was maybe that 20, 
18 or so, like mm. six, seven months after we started, where I was like, hey, no, maybe let's try to bottle now. Yeah. Because it's not sustainable this weekend thing. It's nice because during the week, maybe you can rest mm. and, but you want to grow. Mm. You don't want to chill, especially at the beginning mm. of your career. Mm. So yeah, um, we moved into that just for clients. So we were moving to Atha, mm. to Bonte, to Tabo, um, but it also then was not sustainable at yeah. some point um, to individual clients. Yeah. And that's where we pivoted to business to business, and yeah. that's where the manufacturing part started to make sense make now. Sense. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. the B two B pivot is we we I'm throwing myself into the corner. B two B. It's 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 something that we don't realize that we need when we start. Yeah. But as time goes, you see that uh, the numbers are not really yes. giving you what you need for yeah. you to be sustainable. Yeah. That you need to look elsewhere for you to get you know the money that is going to prop you up. Exactly. So what would we say um, your your challenges were uh, when you made that pivot to B two B? Yeah. So I I don't think it's that we don't realize we need yeah. it. I think. We lack confidence to follow that path at the beginning. So. Yeah, because yeah. we're still starting. So yeah. like, hey, Mara, yeah. I'm still a small player. I don't yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So also it comes with confidence to say, but this is a good product. If people keep buying from me on yeah. at the market, yeah, uh, there must be something. Yeah. So I think it also came with that confidence. Mm. Um, confidence. Yeah. So the challenges of making that pivot, or I mean, just take us through maybe three, four challenges you experienced that were significant for you in the beginning of your yeah. journey. So I think the Somebody had a fund. No. <laughs> it is a problem as well. It's, it's a problem. No, that is a serious yeah, it's problem. A, it's yeah. a problem, but um, material. Let's talk yeah. about, yeah, sure. So one of the challenges that I personally faced um, was changing the language. Because when you speak to a client, uh, a direct customer versus a business, the language is very different. Mm. Because the person who owns a business is looking at their customer. Mm. And it needs to make sense for them to push to their customer. So that was a challenge to understand the lingo that they use, you know, with their customers. With their customers, yes. Um, so understanding that market, um, I think one of the second challenge or the, another challenge that I faced was just making things make sense um, for our business in terms of um, the larger. So we went re retail first. That was our business to business. So making things make sense for us as a business in the retail sector. Do we want to be known as that mm. um, and it was a challenge because I've always wanted to work with customers like mm. and not yeah, businesses yeah. yes because the relationship is very different mm. um, it's personal mm. and I think that's a problem with when you are the business mm. I enjoyed that interactions with customers, with customers. at markets yes. yeah and I felt like they know the business mm. they're gonna grow the business mm. so moving myself from the mindset of hey mm. you own a business mm. you the, are not the business you are not yeah yeah, yeah. so that was one of and to a certain extent, I still struggle with it, honestly speaking, to know that I don't need to be here. Yeah, for the business yes, to be able to exactly. do its thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and then the third challenge I think that we struggled with um, in pivoting, Ooh. besides funding. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's fine, you can put the funding thing. I was just uh, pulling your leg. Uh, yeah. No, funding was a challenge. Funding was a challenge. Yeah, but I think also it's about being resourceful. So we don't have everything, but we work with what we have. So that was just one of the things. That, that was actually, um, you just took me back to um, when you had funding with this other company yeah. that was with the red logo. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> so how, how did that work out? That was years ago though. 
It was years ago. Yeah, it was years ago. I think I'm always grateful to the help that we've received along the way. Mm-hmm. But you also learn lessons sometimes yeah. when you when you get certain assistance, right? Yeah. Um, there's certain requirements that they also have on their end. Mm-hmm. And those expectations sometimes um, impact what you can do in the business mm-hmm. and how far you can throw yourself. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say... Um, I'm grateful for funding. I'm really grateful, but just be careful of also where you get where you your take funding. Your money, yes, yeah. Where you get your money from? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sometimes there's an element of control over what you of can course. do, how you can do it, who you can do it with, and it can so. change the whole uh, trajectory of the business. Yes, yeah. Because you are doing this so that you can get that money, yes. which of which you might find that the path you're taking wasn't the path that you intended to be on uh, to begin with. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, the challenges, um, you know, define you know the journey. But with challenges, of course, comes you know solutions and yeah. comes you know lessons. So, what would you say from the challenges that you had or in your journey were the lessons that you you know really took away? Of course, you shared the one now. Like, be aware of where you are taking your money yeah. so that you don't get you know into a lane that you're yeah. not supposed to be in. Yeah. Uh, what would you say are the other lessons that you learned you know, throughout the journey? Yeah. I think um, in terms of challenges, one of the biggest challenges I faced was a personal challenge. Yeah. And um, we take for granted that life is happening whilst you're building this business. And so in my journey, I lost my mom. And that was such a, like, it was a big thing for me because that was all I knew. Mm-hmm. So now you need to create a new normal mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. And I think she was a big part of my journey. Not I think, obviously she was a big part of my journey. Yeah. Um, and a big part of my business mm-hmm. because I think even when I explained at the beginning, the reason why I started is there's a lot of influence from her. From home. Yeah. yeah. Even during my journey, she would give me ideas on mm. how to do this and that. And she was in business herself. Mm. So I think that's where I learned a lot of my business acumen from. Mm. And a lot of things came to me easy because I had seen them being done before. Mm. So now there was no bouncing board mm. to go to, to say, mm. you know what? I'm thinking of one, two, three. What, what are you doing? Yeah. And now you have to recreate or you have to redefine who you are mm. and what this now what what this next? means yes yeah so i think that was one of my biggest challenges um uh, loss yeah loss uh, uh during the journey yes yeah. and already mm. it's, it's at that stage in the journey where hi man numbers are not making sense in the mm. business it's already stressed at the business mm. now this thing comes so it's a stress on top of stress so i think also it was a difficult time for me um, but it's also something that in a time that I'm really grateful for. I think anyone that has lost a parent will also say, if that didn't break me, nothing will. Mm. So I think I'm grateful for it mm. because it has made me a lot stronger mm. in retrospect. Of mm. course, it's not something I'd wish upon myself. Of course. Yeah. But, but it's, it, it's added to who you are. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, That's huge. It has. Very significant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another one of the biggest challenges is just association. Mm. So defining the relationships around you mm. after, um, or in, in general, mm. you know, um, mm. with business partners, um, your relationship. One of the things that I take very seriously is the relationship that the key relationship, with it, which is your life partner, yeah. um, they can make or break you. And I've seen it happen so many times around me. Yeah. So that's something that I'm really conscious about to say, yeah. is this person really right for me? Are they going to add yes. to my cup? Yeah. Or are they going to take you know, away? Take away yeah. from my cup. So I mean, of course, that, that's a very important lesson because yeah. you spend most of your time with if you have a partner, you'll be spending most mm. of your time with them. So 
what they think about what you do and how they support it yeah really has a bearing on whether you are you know going to be in the right frame of mind to execute yes yeah, yeah definitely i get that yeah yeah i get that uh, loss i think uh, generally loss is is you know part of the process it is. yeah yeah like you need to share you know certain people they need to accept that certain things are not the same are not the same yeah. and they'll be taken away from you yeah yeah. I think also speaking of loss, another one of the challenges that I faced mm. is letting go of mm. things in the business that don't mm. work. Yeah. So one of the things that I've, I've had I struggled with is certain products in the range that are not making money. They mm. not they're moving. But, but you like them. Yeah. Yo, you love them. Yo. <laughs> they're your babies. You yeah. think are your babies? Like yeah. yeah, but I created this. Mm. So letting go to say, but this thing that cost me more than it's worth mm. because it only sells x amounts of times a mm. month. So getting to that point where I understand that don't hold me to the product. Mm. This product may, it would bring your brand down. It yes. would say your brand. Yeah. Let it go, get something that works or work with what works and then take it from there. So learning that was difficult. Mm. So I, I have a tendency to hold on, mm. but it's not me holding there. I've realized with a lot of entrepreneurs, yeah. we hold on. I had that problem, man. It held me back, held me back for so many years. Yeah. Know, not to be able to say, okay, this is not working. Let's pivot to yeah. this. But how do we know the difference between hold on, it's going to get better, and let it go? Because like we're born a new life. I think I think it's it's. I can liken it. I'm, I'm, I'm a sports fan. I can liken it to a player that's playing soccer and him to make the decision. You are next to the goalpost. Do I pass or do I shoot? I think it's a feeling more than anything. You will know. You will know. Mm. I think you will know. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but uh, yeah, there's a time when yeah. where you feel like you know what actually, no, I think it's time for us to change uh, direction and steer a different course. So I mean, you've been in the in this game of entrepreneurship for a long time, and uh, of course the lessons, uh, the challenges. So can you just maybe talk, uh, you know, uh, about the space of entrepreneurship in general? for people who are coming in or who are thinking about coming into entrepreneurship or starting their own businesses top three tips that you want to give them um, Fusi chilling there at home has a business idea and wants to start what are the top three tips you can give them coming with a lot of patience yeah uh, i think and on my journey i've realized because a lot of people will come and ask because of course we like you're saying we've done this for a number of years yeah and they'll ask you know um if you're a dollar business what do i do how do i start um but i want something that will in the next six months you know it gets a sharp and i'm like okay. <laughs> the minute you get that idea yeah. that six months idea yeah. let me know also yeah. i also want, I that. Also want yeah. that yeah <laughs> but so, coming with patience knowing yeah. that it's not going to just boom overnight mm. if it looks like someone has boomed overnight mm. it's probably because yeah yes yeah. exactly so coming with a lot of patience, um, know that you're going to lose a lot in the beginning yeah. and it's okay. Mm. You're paying school fees, we all pay school mm. fees. It's a necessary part mm. of the game. Yeah. Um, but don't take it hard. It's not yeah. about you personally, it's yeah. just grooming who you're supposed to become. Yeah. And I think the third lesson is just make sure you have a lot of, make sure your network is tight. Yeah. It's a big network. Yeah. Um, that, that has been key for me personally. Yeah. It's not about what you know, what mm. you do, it's about 
people you know mm. and not in a, in a sense you can't be successful without people mm. but you need people to help you yeah. get to the next level yeah because yeah starting from the beginning I mean, personally I remember there was a guy who said to me whatever number you think you have in your head how long is going to take mm. you multiply that by five yeah yeah. yeah. And I was like, and ah, this guy doesn't know what doesn't know me. I'm going to move. And yeah. Yeah, and, and, and every time things were tough and there was no movement, I remember yeah. that guy's <laughs> and I only met that guy once. Yeah. Once yeah. he was one of these consultants giving us a master class. Yeah. I don't even remember his name. Yeah. But I can still remember his voice and his face. Yeah every time hey. and he was right he was right yeah. much like because i thought initially it's going to take me a year next year i'll be fine yeah yeah and we're five years in now and, and it's only, only now, now you're starting to see yeah exactly keep mm. picture of, of what is happening mm. so it's the patience it's uh knowing that you're going to lose things yeah uh in the journey uh, and also uh your network yeah. and then you one um another one i think Let's see what's key. Self? Um, learn to balance. Yeah. Don't, I, you know what? We need to pour as much as we can into these businesses 120%, yeah. honestly. Yeah. But don't forget about yourself. Yeah. Don't forget um, who you are. Don't forget what you love. Mm. Don't stop doing those things. Of course, now if you're partying every weekend, it may not necessarily be a good idea for the business. Yeah. But if you enjoy hanging out with people, make time for that because you get to a point where you burn yourself out, out. Yeah. and then you can't do anything for another two months because yeah. your mind is just not going into gear. Yeah. So I think also that was a hard lesson that I learned yeah. where I, I, I was burnt out for a long time. I remember actually last year, November. Mm. Mm. In the middle of November, I was just like, when are we, when well, are we, we closing? Closed. I can't anymore. This thing must the end. <laughs> Yeah, this thing must um, end. Mm, yeah. But you can't stop. Yeah. You can't say, I would just, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. So I felt at that point of, I'm not okay anymore because I've just been on the go. Yeah. Have you ever noticed when you put your car in, in I think now maybe I'm in gear two now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't in gear two for 500 kilometers. At a certain point, you can hear the car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So what would you say um, the, the ecosystem entrepreneurship means? I mean, uh, looking at uh, who we are as black entrepreneurs, this being That's a is, sign of good luck. It's a sign of good luck. Yeah, yeah. And money. Really? But you owe so me half of it because you're here. It's in there only in Mosa. So that, that, that's where that factory is coming from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like I like uh, you know emphasizing the journey because um, it, it it creates who we become on the other side, yeah. right? So and the ecosystem as well, uh, being other entrepreneurs that we interact with, the spaces that we go to to see other entrepreneurs yeah. and what they're doing. Uh, what do you think is missing for specifically, you know, entrepreneurs that are coming from you know backgrounds like ours, where you know we don't necessarily have the best of opportunities um what would you say is missing to help you know bridge that gap uh for people to be you know fueled to 
enter the space or what the space needs mm-hmm. to make people you know uh, enter and, and to assist them to support them I think two things come to mind immediately. Number one, we need to learn to work together more as entrepreneurs. So we say this a lot. That oh, let's create these things, let's create these networks. But we don't actually work to, we don't actually end up working together. The conversation of it maybe one day in the future we'll do this next yeah, yeah. But we don't do it. So if we work together, um, I think we'll get a lot more done. We see it in other communities where they'll do things like buy together, um, or they'll bank together, or they'll they'll just chip in, yes. We don't have that. Mm. And it goes to point number two, trust. So we need to trust each other a lot more. And the trust is, uh, it's it's not just between entrepreneurs, it's between the businesses that you work with, so the corporates, your clients, no one trusts anyone here. So I think even the country, the government doesn't trust us as entrepreneurs. So I think we need to bridge that those two gaps. Um, We see it in our funding models, where if you go and apply for funding, a certain level of amount of funding, you as a young black man are not as likely to get it as other another white counterpart. It's not because your idea is not good. It's not because you haven't paid your dues in this business. It's just because hey, why did you go and buy a Lamborghini with this money? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you trust me enough to? think that I will take this money and build an empire with yeah. it. Why are you judging me based on my predecessors? Yes, mm. there are some people that went to buy Lamborghini, yeah. some black people that yeah. went, but there are also white people who did the same, same thing. thing. So yeah. why are we being judged so harshly? There are mm. good people who have taken that funding and built an empire, but you mm. don't look at them mm. and think, ah, oh, no, maybe let's use that as a mm. grading mechanism. Yeah. So I think um, those two things need to be addressed very yeah. seriously yeah. Um, by, by all of us. Yeah. Start with me speaking yeah. like this. I need yeah. to trust other entrepreneurs. Yeah. I need to trust other businesses. Yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, you know, what you said about the funding aspect of things. It, it even has my, you know, I'm thinking of so many questions to ask mm. just on that funding. But mm. if I do, we'll be here until Tuesday <laughs> because like a lot of uh, yeah. holes and gaps. But just uh, briefly. For you, what has been the experience in terms of the funding aspect of things? <coughs> Excuse me. The challenges that you had. What are the gaps, and what do you think can be done better? You know, moving away from the trust uh, element or the trust uh, issues, um, and let's look at the you know frameworks yeah. that they are using to determine if we are getting money or not. So what yeah. do you think, in your experience, can be done better there, or yeah. if there's anything? I think definitely do your research, but don't get stuck in that phase. You know what, if you have an idea, work on it. Make sure you understand the execution, the dynamics of that industry or that market or that idea, but get to a point where you execute. Um, And once you've executed, if it's not working, learn fast and let it go as fast as possible. So one of my biggest challenges was just letting go, learning that this is a mistake, you can let it go. You don't have to try to fix the mistake. Sometimes it costs more to fix the mistake than to let it go. So yeah. Learn what to let go of and learn fast. Um, but also, just really going to an industry that you love. You know, I get it when people say, follow your passion. Because yeah. it gets tough. Yeah. It gets tough to a point where you don't want to wake up in the morning and pursue this idea anymore just because of how tough it is. So, um, definitely follow your passion. Um, and <laughs> I laugh because. I'm also like, yo, but the passion, the passion is money. Yeah, I go angry. 
That's actually uh, quite a mouthful. It takes me back also to when I started, yeah. where I thought I knew, but only to find out that you know um, I was just all up in my head yeah. uh, and not you know executing on facts and research. So, um, lastly, what are we to expect from uh, Bon Kentole and Ma? So, next, what are the five next five years, next ten years, what's happening? The next five years, um, I really want to make sure that the brand saturates the market. Mm. Um, it's about time. I mean, it's time for, for athlete change, mm. time for new ideas. Mm. Um, so we've been working towards this for a long time. Mm. So you'll see us in a lot of retails, mm. um, a lot of restaurants, cafes. Mm. Um, we also really want to open our own stores. So in the next five years, you should be able to see that mm. um, at a large scale level. Franchise. Hopefully, yes. Hopefully, Please. yeah. <laughs> Franchise. Yeah, definitely. But also for Bonte, mm. outside of Bath, yeah. um, I really do want to give back a lot more of me and what I've learned. And I'm not a genius and I'm not an expert in this industry, but I've learned a lot of lessons that I don't think were necessary because, and I'm not blaming anyone, but those were the, that were at the top didn't tell us the truth about this industry. Mm. Um, what to expect, mm. the things that go wrong, the things that go right, you know, how to do little things. We learn on the, on the job. So I don't think um, people need to go through that, especially young black women. We don't have a lot of um, people to look up to that look like us, think yes. like us, feel like us. Um, so I think I want to impact in, um, a lot more young black women in South Africa. So expect to see me doing a lot of that. Young black women, you guys have heard. <laughs> the next five years is yours. Bunte yes. is here for you. Um, so, when people are looking for bar and Bunte, where do they find you? Social media, you know the things yeah, Instagram, yeah. Facebook, things. So, um, on the socials, bar health, B triple A underscore health, H E A L T H. Email info at barhealth.com. Um, on uh, my personal profile is on the socials, Miss Follett. So, Miss underscore MS underscore TSHOLE. LinkedIn. Somewhere. <laughs> somewhere, oh. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> but but, yeah, no. Point, but no. somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or LinkedIn, Bundet Solet. Yeah. I didn't ask you why bar? So, bar is actually a fake name. So, growing up, my younger brother couldn't pronounce my name, which is Bundet. So um, you would say ba, like you would learn how to talk. Yeah. So um, my older brothers started to make fun of me, got that name, but it stuck. So um, I thought it would be a good name for a brand. I think it was, for me, I thought at the time it was memorable, it was something that would stick, and 
it turned out to be really great for me. So thank you to those who can't speak or are learning how to speak. Wherever you are. Yeah. Wherever. If you can't speak, thank you. We love you. Thank you for having us. It was uh, a great interview. I got to learn so much about you, things that I didn't know, and I've known you for years. So thank you for that. Thank you for creating bar. Um, thank you guys for joining us for uh, this episode with Montclair, out here in Riversands. Uh, catch us on the next episode. We're doing another one, of course. Uh, but in the meantime, follow us on socials, uh, Twitter, Beastweek SA, Beastweek on Instagram, Facebook, and the other social media platform. And then Atamatangu on LinkedIn to Atamatangu on Facebook. Beastweek SA on LinkedIn as well. YouTube, please to get it. Mm -hmm. So.